Blog Talk Radio. Quarters. Security condition three. Thank you. Security three, sir. Zero quarters three. Intruder alert. GQ three. Intruder alert. I love that doorman. I just love that doorman. Thank you, Mr. Sulu. Oh my. And yes, we do have uh Initially, guess again, as you know, not an intruder, but the man is on his toes with his job. Hi, good evening, and welcome once again to Madam Perry's Salon. I am your host and your cruise director, Madam Perry, and sometimes I'm, I'm the den mother too. But I want to say thank you so much for listening. And if you're listening live tonight, uh, and this is October the 10th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, you are welcome to call in tonight and talk, as always, the number 646-716-9922. Uh, first, you know, we always have to, I have to recap on what's gone on lately and what's coming up soon. Uh, lately, we've had a lot of, uh, we seem to have had a big run of musicians on lately. I think we've had, um, oh my gosh, we had a lot of drummers. Well, we had Joe Vitale, who was uh, well-known mostly for being the drummer in uh Joe Walsh's band, and he's got a great book that he, his wife, and his son wrote uh, called Backstage Passes, and it's got all kind of stories in their background stories and funny stories about being on the road with Joe Walsh, and uh, uh, Joe is fantastic. He'll be back soon, I think after the first of the year. Also, we had, uh, we've got, oh, Julie Slick, the bass player for... Um, Adrian Ballou Power Trio, the Crimson Project, and her own group, Echo Test. She's been in Europe, and I think so. She's coming back to the States soon. And uh, the, the woman, she doesn't even have a place to live. She says she gave up her apartment because she's touring so much there was no point in paying for a place to live. And uh, Julie, we love Julie. Julie is a, uh, Julie is the most badass bass player of all. I mean, Tony Levin. She works with Tony Levin in um, Three of a Perfect Pair Camp. And so, you know, she's going head-to-head with Levin. She's got the chops and then some, and she's just wonderful. Um, you know, we had uh, Athena Bass on, and she's a drummer. L.A. with a band right now with Femme Fatale, and she's going to be back on in December. If you remember when she was on before, she was talking about her uh, – she's got a new product line of baths products and candles called Athena Romas and they went through a rebranding and a, a big change in the kind of products they sell and uh, just restructured the company so she's going to be relaunching that and we'll be back on our show probably in December to tell us what's happening also you know I have to give some love to my clients too as you know I'm a book I'm an entertainment publicist for books musician 
uh, my client, Jennifer Irwin. Uh, her book, Address the Color of the Sky, is going to launch next Tuesday in L.A. I'm so excited. And my and it's also being made into a feature film. And my guy, Anthony Sharp, in Melbourne, Australia, um, he will probably be back again in the States in May for a Miss Fisher con because he's a, an actor in the popular show Miss Fisher Murder Mysteries, as well as he has a lot of other acting. And I'm setting up some things for him in the States to sing so we can get the benefit of all his talent. And maybe his, his uh, talented and uh, gorgeous wife will come along too. Julie's brilliant. Tonight, 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 let me tell you, I am so excited because my guest tonight is somebody who was really one of my inspirations. When I first found out about this lady, um, I would notice on LinkedIn that she had so many so many people who followed her, who had a lot of respect for her and the work that she did, and it really intrigued me, and I began paying attention to her and trying to learn about this lady, and then got to know her on uh, Facebook, where I could, you know, chat with her a little bit more, and it's, it's always good when you have people whom you admire, you respect, but then the more you know them, the more you admire them, and that's the truth with my guest tonight. She's an author. She's a public speaker, very, very sought-after public speaker. She's an activist for women's rights and the rights of uh, victims of domestic violence. And she also, and I did say she's an author, right? She's got plenty of, she's a, she's a prolific author. She's got her own radio show, podcast, um, but she also has, well, this is a new project, her Animal Wellness Foundation. And you know I'm a big animal lover. And uh, actually, let me just read a few of her book titles. Um, the Journey of Transformation. This might be one of her most powerful books. Uh, the Light Within. Fire and Ice, which was the first book of hers that I ever bought and read. See, Ashes and Ice, Monster in the... Uh, the list goes on, but she's just a magnificent woman, and I want you to welcome to Madam Perry Salon, right here for the, her first time in the Genie's Bottle, my dear friend, Deanna Bellarose. Deanna, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Come in. Get comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so what? much for the wonderful introduction. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Oh, good. Thank I'm you for delighted. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Is, to be is it here. comfortable for you? Did you find a nice yes. cushion to sit on over there? I had the place I had a place, Absolutely. you know, fluffed up and redecorated for you. <laughs> yeah, I feel amazing and I'm around two, two dogs here and you made it perfect and I have a cup of tea next to me. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Lovely. You make me feel very welcome. Lovely. Well, I am delighted. Well, you've got so many things going on, so many things I want to ask you. And I guess, you know, you heard in my introduction, I don't know if I ever told you that, you know, you were one of the people, one of the first people that inspired me. To uh, to believe you. that I could actually do a show on Blog Talk Radio, have my own podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, and I would see you on LinkedIn. It was where I first discovered you, and I noticed that you had a lot of um, you would have a lot of 
post on there some comments about books or speaking engagements you had or um, activities you were involved in for um, you know for human rights really in general and you had so many people who admired you and supported you and I would follow you like that and um, I don't know where you get all the energy to do everything you do but <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I share till a qu- till two o'clock in the morning, because I want I what I do I do it with a lot of love and wa- and I want to help as many people as possible. I just uh, feel like there is no enough time during the day to do everything, and uh, I go to work right now, and I'm by myself. I live in Los beautiful Los Angeles, the city of angels, mm. and I love it here. Yeah, I love the weather, I love the people, and it, it makes me feel amazing. It makes me uh, go and do a lot of things, and I'm happy, and um I'm uh, trying to do my best uh, to help as many as possible people working on so many issues. I met with uh, Mark Chink, like you mentioned, at the Wellness Foundation, and I spent some time with him. We talked uh, how even to work together because uh, from what I found out, he has started this uh, project connecting abused dogs with abused women and uh, this is a project uh, future project we are going to work uh, on it and I help him with the dogs I even witnessed the dogs coming from Korea from China uh, I, I saw <gasps> really? the pages. yes yes it was amazing and I, there was uh, somebody who was even alive on Facebook introducing the dogs introducing marketing um, and um, I have, I feel that this world needs a lot of love right now. And I think the most important mm-hmm. thing is for everybody to understand that their actions uh, actions matter. And if they are, tr- if they do something about it, this is going to profiliate. Prof- a lot and it's going to make other people do the same and they're going to help other mm-hmm. people to open their hearts as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially for, you know, yes, we all need, um, I, I guess it's always this way, but right now many of us feel like the world needs some love and healing now um, in, in a very intense way, very much more than ever. So many people have been slammed by all the, the weather issues, all the environmental things. All, what, three, four hurricanes in a row? That's what um, Harvey, Irma, uh, want, um I mean, just back-to-back, back-to-back hurricanes. And then the wildfires in California, I think 15 people died yesterday from that, uh, the shooting and the, the, big ma- the, uh, the biggest uh, mass shooting, a mass murder in our history of the country, of the U.S., and that yeah. we can remember in Las Vegas last weekend. And I know that, I know for me, I think for a lot of people last week, I got to where there was one day last week, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, I felt like I couldn't do anything right. Anything I did for work or for my clients or anything, I would just like miss something. I always like left out a part or missed something. And I just said I feel like it's just a, that kind of general malaise and depression of what's going on in the world. Those poor people in Puerto Rico still don't have power and water after two weeks. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that need a lot of love and a lot of care and a lot of help. And uh, I don't know if you, you know agree too? with me, but, 
Yeah, I, I I feel everything on emotional level. Like you said, I don't feel myself. I feel this energy around me, and I don't like it at all. And I don't know if you agree with me, but I feel the nature is uh, angry with us. That's why it does that, you know. And we have to wake up. We have to start loving each other, accepting each other. There is so many obstacles we need to work on. It's not only one, two, or three issues. And we have to understand Mm -hmm. that we must become better people. In order for us to become better people, we must be more loving and more compassionate towards each other, more accepting towards each other. So I think this is the basic thing. This is the way we should start to go in the right direction. And I think this triggers a lot of violence and makes people angry. We need to learn to accept each other the way uh, we are. We need to become more loving. We need to admire what is God given to us. Animals, nature, everything, everything. And violence and hate is unacceptable and has been going on for a long time. What, see what happened in Las Vegas. It's a tragedy. It's a huge tragedy. And we need to wake up. We need to wake up. And we need to become, again, mm-hmm. better people. And the way to do it is to become more loving. Just to uh, the power of love is a lot more than just words, isn't it? And absolutely, you know, I agree. What you said there, just uh, you said the the it's almost like um, I don't remember your exact quote, but I feel like the earth is just re, is sort of sick and revolting after it's been mistreated for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think that we were, no matter what your faith is, I believe. Whatever faith you're in, you were called to be stewards of the world and um, and the life in that plant or animal life on it. And you know there was a um, uh, you may have heard there was a big two situations in Atlanta where I live uh, about six seven months ago, and one of them was on a very busy expressway. Well, Atlanta's a lot like Los Angeles as far as traffic. That's why we're called L.A. of the South. <laughs> and it's, uh, there was one big road, I-85, where all of a sudden, one day, rush hour, people are traveling, and a section of the road, and this is a six-lane highway just on one side. So I guess it's 12 lanes both ways. One side just dropped out over a bridge. The bridge just dropped. <sighs> just dropped. You know, oh, and uh, so, yeah, and there was that. And then about two weeks later on another expressway, this guy is going down the road. He's on his motorcycle, and then he sees probably about 50 to 75 feet ahead of him the highway. And, you know, the highway, actually, you know what a hard road that is, just all of a sudden bubbles up several feet and opens um, it's this big wow. crater. And I was thinking wow. about this guy. Now, you can imagine this guy. He's going down the road like any other day, and up ahead he sees the road just come up and just, just open up and make a big crater. And I thought, now, you know, that's, that had to, have feel, had to have felt like he was in a science fiction movie. And, um, and he said, you know, and that's what he said. He goes, this was like some kind of science fiction movie, but it was real. You know, I didn't know what was going to, you know, come out. And you think, I, and I thought to myself, well, you know, it sounds like, like the earth is just revolting <laughs> against the bad treatment Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, because we have only and, one life. I'm hmm. sorry. We have only one life, you know, and uh, we have to learn how to live it the right way. We need to learn to admire what we have, what is given to us in this short period of time. Mm-hmm. And we, That's yeah, so we need to learn, yeah, to accept each other. Life is not a competition. Uh, we are mm. unique individuals. There is this obstacle going on between people. It's not a competition. We are all unique individuals. We have different purposes. Am I the same as you, Jane, for? Do we have the same pur- purpose? Are we the same uh, people? We are humans. Here we are the mm-hmm. same. But we have different purposes, right? I cannot compete right, with you. Right. Because you are, have different purpose. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so many people, that's such a, <laughs> that is so beautiful. So many people don't realize that. They think that we're, people are in competition and we're not. You're right. You're exactly right. We're not. Um, I never thought of it put that way before, but yeah. You're right, we're not. And so there shouldn't be so much competition. Our differences should make it uh, help us work together and, and get more done. But um, what I wanted to ask you, too, about was, though, to go back to to your Animal Wellness Foundation, your work with Mark King, um, talked about you, animal abuse and pairing dogs with people, with women that have been abused to share love, to support each other and to help raise the spirit. Okay, you know I'm a dog lover, and or, or I don't want to see any animal mistreated, but I'm a dog lover, and, you know, there's so many things. I haven't heard of a program quite like Animal Wellness Foundation. I haven't heard of anything quite like what you and Mark are doing, although I have heard about people who pair animals for training with uh, prisoners. And what a great program that turns out to be, whether it's youthful offenders or adults in prison. Yeah, I do think that we're going to be called to back. account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tell me mm-hmm. about this. How did you get involved with him? And, 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 and tell us a bit more about that, what you do, how you do it, how you and Mark work, and what people can do to be involved. Actually, um, I haven't talked to Mark for a while because I work on other things and I'm very busy during the day. Um, I uh, work with dogs. I walk dogs because uh, this is a healing process for me. Um, as you know, I have been go- uh, I have been through a lot in my life, and I. That's why I moved mm-hmm. to Los Angeles. There are so many things going on in Seattle, Washington. Things I didn't uh, think are possible to go. Uh, to uh, be allowed and uh, for people to do uh, things like this. Um, I was uh, severely attacked uh, in uh, Seattle, Washington. Uh, my uh, house was invaded. My dogs were attacked also. Uh, I have no idea <gasps> what was the problem. Yes. Yeah, what was the problem? My house turned into be like a shopping mall. People coming and going in my house. And I think that that's why I brought up this. If I am the same, uh, I, if I have the same purpose as you, Jennifer, uh, people have different purposes, and uh, there is no space for jealousy and envy to trigger this kind of behavior. Uh, I don't know who is behind this. I don't know. I just can. Um, I just can guess who is behind this. But it was a nightmare for me because uh, I was afraid to leave my house. 
I was afraid to leave my dogs. I was uh, afraid to leave my electronics even there because when I come home, uh, my computer acts. Strangely, uh, somebody was trying to do um, things, uh, crazy things, so to make people walk crazy. And uh, I was uh, so afraid for my dogs. Even my dog got sprayed in the eyes because he's a little bit protective. This is his territory. And I, he's still having problems with his, with his eyes, actually. He has been having problems for several oh. days here also. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my little one was hit with the door. And I, um, I didn't know what to do. It was a torture for me. It was severe harassment. You can see your quals. Touched. You can see uh, a species in your closet where clothes were taken. Um, somebody was mm. taking pictures of my clothes and uh, posting them on the internet. Um, uh, it, it was a huge, huge abusive harassment in my eyes. I was afraid from for everything. Oh, definitely. I spent so much. Yeah. Can you believe, Jennifer, somebody to come in your house to start taking pictures of the clothes you have, shoes you have, and uh, to um, post them on uh, social media. For no, people this is crazy. See, I mean, it's criminal also. Absolutely. Uh, then there was a time when I, was, I wasn't feeling myself, and uh, there was uh, somebody, because I don't, I, I'm not going to tell names, I don't want to be sued for this, who told me in my eyes, how are you feeling? after uh, what I put in your drinks, in your juices, you know. And there was a oh, time my. when my mouth was dry. Yeah, my mouth was dry. I wasn't feeling myself because I have never in my life seen a drug, touch a drug or anything like this. Never. I don't smoke. I don't do things like this. I cannot handle the smell of smoke even. It's just, it, this, it, it had been a really huge harassment and abuse that's how i um uh, feel that what that's what was done to me you know till now at, in in seattle washington and i don't know who was behind it why they were doing this but i feel i was victim of envy and jealousy envy and jealousy mm-hmm. and i don't know why i don't know why but somebody was behind it somebody was behind it you can see uh, your clothes you can find one of your shirts Wiking your socks. That's what they were doing to me. There was uh, actions like this. They were taking some of my clothes and put them where my shoes are. You know, just crazy things to make you look crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, frightening. Absolutely. You know, that's really scary. Yes, yes. And uh, that's why I want, that's why I work on, these human issues that's why i tell people you should start love and accept each other you shouldn't be jealous you shouldn't slander people because slandering actually can uh, do a lot of damage on a person i heard horrible things about me horrible ugly things i came to the point where i couldn't recognize myself and i have no Mm. idea where this came from none of it is true none of it so for the listeners mm-hmm. who are going to listen to the show, who are listening right now, I swear in the God's name that none of it is true. I have no idea. It looks like I was dealing with people who had their um, way 
to humiliate somebody and uh, to make sure what they do uh, it's not going to produce the result this person is looking for. In my case, I want to help abuse me women. I, I want to even men in abusive relationship to understand how damaging is this for the wife, for the woman, for the mother of your child to be treated like this. Mm-hmm. These are my intentions. And I know this is a topic which nobody understands. Things like there is uh, this kind of comment uh, on my Instagram when I um, put, uh, when I um, put a post when I post something that women should be abused and uh, my question is are you going to abuse your mother are you going to hit your mm-hmm. mother what you're going to do so if you're not going to do this to your mother why are you doing it to your wife to the mother of your child and that my intention is also to help the families the children in these families also because they mm-hmm. get impacted but what's going on in this family. And I don't think I should be treated that way and kept no. in a distance. Yeah. This takes from what I want to do. And um, I was trying uh, to uh, write books. At the same time, I, I would have read more books by now and do more work on it, but it wasn't possible. It wasn't possible because my attention was taken by these things which are going on around me. And I didn't feel that I should uh, feel unsafe in my home. I should be treated that way. Mm-hmm. And especially my animals, my, my dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is just, that's just it's, it's, it's criminal. It's stupid. Um, and it's, and it's, um, it's horrible. And, but, you know, you were talking about people that abuse people. You know, it's like when people grow you always uh, read and hear about a lot of times if children grow up in that, no matter how they feel about it as a kid, sometimes or many times they'll repeat it. That's just what is just though it's been programmed in them. It's what they've, they've uh, grown up with and lived with, and they may not want to, and they may not realize that it's just programmed into them. You know, not all people do, but, uh, but many do too many and uh until one day you know they may never know or maybe one day they'll see or hear something and they'll say oh my god i've turned into my my father or my mother it was abusive and um i've told you know i remember telling a co-worker once when um in an abusive situation i said do you realize that your daughter's gonna your daughter's gonna be in this situation too because she's gonna learn from you that this is normal yeah, you know, no matter how much it scares her, to her this will be normal. Um, but I know it's hard for people to understand. They have their reasons for being that way. But it's it's such a heartbreak and a tragedy. And again, especially when you know children are the victims of of abuse too. So um, now I know you do a lot of public speaking as well, Deanna. Um, your public speaking engagements are what are those? What are your most popular topics when you're asked to speak to a group? Uh, actually, uh, I ask people to accept others the way they are. This is my, the first thing to do it. And if they cannot al- get along with somebody, they should have to um, discontinue this relationship if they have a relationship or uh, any kind of relationship, actually. Friendship, marriage, anything they have with the other, uh, with the other person. They shouldn't get in confrontation. 
uh, if uh, there is the, uh, people are different in the way they perceive life, and if you cannot get along with somebody, you just remove yourself, remove yourself, and find the tribe, the people you can connect, and you shouldn't mm-hmm. pressure others to be uh, to uh, to think like you and to perceive life like you. This is very important. The, from here, it's coming this um, resentment. Uh, people, uh, I hear um, comments like this, uh, who the, fe- the hell he or she thinks she is? You know, uh, why does she think she is more than me? And as I said, as we talked before, nobody can, can be more than anybody because our purpose on, on earth is different for different individuals. Mhm. Yeah, I completely agree there. Um, we all have a different purpose. Uh, another thing I wanted to ask you too is I because I've got I've got so many things I want to talk to you about in so little time. I'm afraid it's going to slip away from me before I ask you everything. <laughs> You'll have to come back. <laughs> um, another thing is. When you mentioned books, if you hadn't had to go through all of that harassment, that horrible harassment, uh, being a victim of such harassment when you were living in, uh, you know, before you moved to Los Angeles, you said you could have written more more books than you do, uh, and you've written several books. When did you start writing, and um, and what? Um, tell me what your inspirations were and your influences as a writer. Actually, I started writing in a moment when uh, my relationship was falling apart. Everything was absolutely wrong. It, it can go. We were like talking to each other in different languages. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where I started to write. It was one day I was feeling so sad. And I have talked about it so, on my radio show so many times. And uh I was sitting in my yard on my on the bench. I felt so lonely, so depressed, so lost. I had no idea who I was because to that, that time I was um, uh, doing things for uh, my spouse, my daughter, and I felt that it's time for me to start doing something for myself. And like every uh, wife, housewife, you know, uh, you don't have a lot of time to think about yourself. And uh, then this day, like a voice came to me and said, just sit and write. Sit and write. Mm-hmm. And this is the day where I said it, I started writing Fahrenheit. Everything mm, yeah. was coming That's... so easy. Yeah. So I had no idea why I should write. But it came like a river flowing, you know, all the words, everything what I had, I had in my head, I was writing it. And my going so fast on the keyboard, you have no idea. <laughs> How long did it take you to write your first book? Uh, about two years. Oh, okay. About two years. That seems to be yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be like normal for a lot of people. Some take longer, some shorter, but that seems to be like the good average. Um, when you first published your, when your first book was published, and and that was Fire and Ice. How how did it feel after everything you had been going through? You know, and of course, as you said, you know, you were writing um, out of pain. 
out of discomfort and out of pain. How did it feel mm-hmm. to have your first book, uh, to be able to see it, to look at it, to um, to know you had a book published and what kind of uh, – because I, I could just imagine it would be certainly a great feeling of accomplishment. Absolutely. I was crying, especially when my book became award-winning book. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I submitted it, and it became a World Winnie book, and I was crying. My tears were falling, and I was so happy. I was happy, like you said, because actually I accomplished something, something for myself. And I, I mm. didn't realize at this moment that my book actually is going to be uh, used to help others with my story. And my story mm. in the book... we. It's coming for a really relationship like uh, the movie The Notebook. I, I think you probably know this movie. Everybody knows it. It's the same with story. It started like this. I had the opportunity to experience this magical love. Everybody dreams about it. And I would love for everybody to experience it. Yeah, um, now, after your first book... And then how long before you wrote the next book? I think it took a while. It took about two years or three years, something like this. It took a while before actually I was able to publish my other book. And, so and your second book going was... on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second book uh, was uh, The Journey of Transformation and then Ashes and Ice. Ashes and Ice, actually, yeah, uh, yeah I wrote it yeah, when my relationship was very turbulent, still things were falling apart completely. That's why, actually, I titled the book Ashes and Ice. Um, when you try to fix something which is broken and it's not possible to put the pieces together, Right. Yeah, sometimes it just can't. You can't you can't force certain things to go uh back into place and maybe they should have never been there in the first place. You know, it just doesn't work. Your book seems to and I have read comments people write, your book seems to have helped so many women. How do you feel when when people buy the book, you know, and buy it and then they comment to you what your books mean to them? Um I feel amazing. What is that like? Yeah, it's the best feeling in the world. Believe me, it's the best feeling in the world. I can um, I can tell you this: there is no price for the feeling I feel. There is no price tag can be attached to this, because uh, I feel amazing because I'm making a difference in the life of others. You have no idea how many women came to me and tell me, "Oh my God, this is the most honest, heart-touching book I have ever read, read in my life." It's, it's so much emotion, so much feeling in this book. It, it touches my heart and it helped me to understand my life better and to even understand my friend's life and help others as well. Mm. Oh, now that is powerful. That seems to be, because now that you tell me, now that people have told you that, you share that with me, I think about, you know, you you take your own pain and you're brave enough. Because to me it takes a lot of yeah. bravery to to mm-hmm. put your own pain and your own feelings and your own journey 
onto the page and publish it for other people to read because you're just opening up your soul. And then when people read it and then find out that they've shared it and it helps them and other people, you know, it's like you're sending out, you've taken your pain and you've turned it into a way to rescue and heal other people and uh, put it out there. So that that's quite a... That's, that's, that's quite a... Um, a magnificent accomplishment, I think. Thank you. That you Thank you so much. It took the because that's that's a, that's a lot of bravery, to, in my opinion. You know, I couldn't do it. I've got things, you know, maybe in my past that could help somebody else, but I just don't have the bravery to to open up and share it with everybody. Um, and I'm sure it wasn't easy for you, but I, I just admire the admire you so much for that. So then you put it out and you send. It's like sending. It's like your book sends bits of love and help and encouragement, and uh, and helps people believe that they can be free of whatever situations that they're in. And you tell them how to do it, and you stand behind them, and you give them somebody. Uh, in their corner, you know, like you give them a, a sister or a friend is what you are and a, and a coach, which also brings mm-hmm. me to the next thing is that um, you are a professional life coach, which is, which seems only perfect to me because of the way, you know, you live, your purpose, how you share things with people. I mean, your radio show, uh, Deanna Bellarose show, um, and empowering and inspiring women globally. You have a lot of great guests on there, and you share, and, and it's a fantastic show. It's very, very popular. But you, but your coaching as well. Um, I've got to mm-hmm. say, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, I want to read this. It's from your, no, it's from your website, okay, and it's uh, <laughs> the, which is award-winning. From the award-winning author, Deanna Bellarose, I have to tell you that, women's advocate, radio host, speaker, and book publisher. And so on her coaching page, it says, what I stand for, and this is Deanna's words, not, not mine, so I hope I read it and do you justice. It says, what I stand for, I stand for the goodness of the people, and I am here to help bring out the best in everyone. My beliefs are that everyone has something special inside, and I am confident that everyone can use it to make a change in their life and the lives of others. The biggest reward for me is to see people happy and enjoy life. And uh, that's, that seems like, like your, your purpose and your, and your mission statement there on the page. And uh, tell me how you went from... Uh, then from the books and the radio and added in coaching to your to your career, to your skill set? Because I think it's a natural extension of what you have been doing so far. I think that was just a natural uh, progression for you. It's where you should be. But um, yeah. talk to us a little bit about your coaching. Actually, the coaching thing for I technically since I was a teenager. I wasn't paying attention when I was helping others. I uh, grew up really fast. I matured really fast because um, uh, my family, the family I grew up, there was constant battle. So uh, I grew up really fast. Usually children in this kind of um, 
environment, they grow up really fast. They become adults. Mm-hmm. And I started helping um, my friend's parents when they were, I was just listening what's going on in the house when I was visiting. And then I was trying to help them. I was kind of um, uh, talking to them, you know, and, uh, and giving my advice. And I didn't realize at this moment that uh, I have this ability, these skills to help others. And somehow as I was making them feel better, they were becoming happier. They were more welcoming uh, to me when I was in their house. And I was helping my classmates. And at this moment, actually, I, yeah, I had no idea what I'm doing. I had no idea, but it (laughs) it was making me feel amazing. (laughs) <laughs> so 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 here I am. I'm thinking you went step by step through the lift and the books and the radio show and then you went to coaching. But the truth is you've been doing this as far back as you can remember, you've been doing this while you were uh, still a, a schoolgirl. And I think that is even more impressive. I just think that is, Marek, um, I think that is knowing what your soul purpose is. And by S-O-U-L, you know what your soul's purpose was. I get the feeling for you to be that in tune to what your purpose was and your mission on earth, I get the feeling that you are a very spiritual person, and I think you're very in tune with your guardian angels. Thank you. I think so also. I think so also. And um, then and they were sharing me um, their stories, what's going on in their life, uh, and there is uh, still, I have still a friend from Australia and I'm mentioning the, her story actually in the light within, with, with her permission, of course. And I was able to help her heal her family with my advice, what I told her. And why it came naturally to me. And then I realized maybe I have this ability to help other people at this moment. Mm-hmm. So... That's how everything started. And I said, why I don't use this um, to help others and maybe trigger a change in the world? Yeah. And so I think you, you're living your destiny, your purpose, but you're also uh, living what, what you talk to people. So many of us say one thing, but we don't do it. You know, you, live, you talk it and you live it at the same time. Although sometimes people think that, you know, it seems like, because today there are a lot of people who are out working as, as uh, life coaches or giving coaching sessions, which, you know, I see you offer a lot of coaching sessions with people. And sometimes people see, you know, it seems very glamorous or whatever, but I think that it must take something out of you for you, and especially knowing how you are and, how, you know, how, what an intuitive and an empath you are. I would think, Deanna, and this was just, just mine, I don't know, but, but it would seem to me that you have, you would have so much care about your clients, the people that you, that come to you for coaching, that it really gets to your heart. I can imagine it's not always the easiest job. I feel like you probably have a lot of emotion, and a lot of feeling for people, especially if you think people are hurting. So, yes, they that do. That you really yes, see a mission to. Go. 
Yeah. I get emotional. I can cry when you hear your story. And I go through the same thing you're going through. I get very deeper connections. And um, mm-hmm. I don't put barrier. And um, I have you as somebody who needs my help. In, and I'm so determined to ease your pain. To And I am so determined to make your life better to to help you with any obstacle you're facing because I really don't like and I can say I hate sim, uh, see somebody in pain mm-hmm. I believe that I believe that I, I can tell that I, think, I can tell that this is your heart the mission from your heart and your soul and uh, from your from your divine maker so well i I knew this would happen. I would run out of time before I got to ask you everything, so you're going to have to come back sometime, if you would, please. Absolutely, yes. (laughs) Yay! And if people want to reach you for coaching, um, where – how will they find you? Or just come and speak for their groups. How would they find you? Well, you're, I know that your uh, your website is Deanna Bellarose, and that's D-I-A-N-N-A-B-E-L-L-E-R-O-S-E, DeannaBellarose.com. And um, how are people find you? Just, just go to your website? Yeah, absolutely. All the information is there, and I have a new program I created myself based on my life on my journey uh, it's uh, it's titled getting in touch with your inner self and uh, I created this class to work with people for six months and they can mm-hmm. click on the link and they can take a look at their three videos their short videos but the program comes with me I'll be next to you every step of the way I'll be there to coach you I'll be on the phone I'll be uh, on email, I can do, and I'd be on Skype even because I want to help you. I do this to help you, and I want to produce results. So they can go on my website, com. They can find me on Twitter, Dayanabeworos. They can find me on Facebook. Everything is there, all the information, even the podcast. And I can download, and I can send you a link to a podcast related to to your obstacles because, again, I'm – I do this to help you. I want to produce results. I want to see you happy. I want to help you in any way I can. Yeah, that's that's magnificent. I just uh, am so glad that you were here, and you've been so generous with your time with me tonight. You will be definitely coming back and talking you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.